again a Merry Christmas to all of you, especially a welcome to all those who are visiting with us, who are visiting with their family and has come to our St. Anthony to celebrate this awesome occasion of the birth of our Lord and Messiah. The Christmas, the Christmas Gospel from St. Luke shares with us many realities about the birth of our Savior. And all of them, most of them, in fact, every single one of them, makes no sense. It makes no sense in the sense that God, the creator of the universe, the all-powerful, the one who should, be, who should receive the greatest of accolades, the highest praise and the highest glory given to him, this God becomes an infant becomes a baby. This God requires humans, his creatures, to care for him so that he can survive as an infant. That doesn't make sense. We also recognize that there is a cast of thousands that leads Mary, Joseph, and Jesus to Bethlehem. The distant Caesar Augustus sends out a decree affecting millions of people. He wants the census taken in order to update the tax roll. And who knows, maybe he wanted to find out how many military he could add to his ranks. Who knows what his plotting and planning was. But his desire caused a whole upheaval of the area at the time, which then caused dozens of governors to deploy thousands of troops to enforce this edict. So there was a lot happening in the world, as it was known at that time, when Jesus uh, began his journey into, into existence out of the womb of our Blessed Mother. Mary's nine months pregnant, so there was no exception. There was no, there was no ability to get out of it because she was pregnant. And for many of us, when we think of that, we become offended that our Lord had to come to birth in such circumstances. And so the very first lesson we learn from the baby in the crib is humility. It is humility of our God. The fact that he would record that he would be born in such a condition. He would be born with such all of these events going on around him, a whirlwind taking place. Obviously, not the best circumstances for a child to be born. Mary, nine months pregnant, knowing she has to travel to Bethlehem. But my brothers and sisters remember that it was out of Bethlehem the town of David, that the Messiah had to come. It was out of Bethlehem that the blessing for humanity was going to come. The Messiah was going to be born. And there was a lot that, that was required to get Jesus, Mary, and Joseph to Bethlehem. In the worst-seeming situations and circumstances, they had to get there. And they get there, and there's no room for them in the inn. There is no room for them. And so the Son of God, 
the creator of the universe, has to be born basically under the city of Bethlehem in a cave amongst the animals in filth, in stench, in smell. And yet, it was to this place, not the palace of the emperor, but in this place that the blessing of God would come to us. That blessing of God that came through the most unlikely circumstances, God's blessing has come to us. My brothers and sisters, on this Christmas morning, we must ask ourselves, where is our Bethlehem? Where is it that the Lord is leading us to, to discover a blessing? It may not be an easy road and path we have to take. It may be filled with many challenges and difficulties. And yet, it is at that place, our Bethlehem, like the Bethlehem of Mary and Joseph, that the blessing was going to come, that Christ the Savior would be born. Interestingly enough also, is that every great king, every great emperor, always had a herald, always had someone who announced he was coming, so that everyone in the area would know the king is coming, the emperor is coming, we better look our best, we better get ourselves together. And so the king of the universe had his angels as heralds. But notice who the angels heralded to. Shepherds, the lowliest of the low. We ask ourselves, why didn't they go to Herod, the king? Why didn't they go to the emperor, Caesar, Augustus? Why did they not go to the elders of, of, the, of the people of Israel, the Pharisees, the, the scribes, and the Sadducees? They went, to, they went to shepherds. They went to the most unlikely to announce that the Savior has been born, that the Lord and Savior has come, that the fulfillment of what God had planned for generation to generation has come to pass. And yet, did you hear the announcement that the angel said? The angel said where that they will find this great Savior in a manger, dressed in swaddling clothes. Now, it is amazing. It is amazing that the shepherds even paid attention to these angels. They could have thought they were all dreaming. They could have thought they had too much to drink the night before. They could have thought there was many things that they could have thought and said, this is ridiculous. How is the Savior going to be born in the stable, in a manger, among animals, wrapped in swaddling clothes? What kind of craziness is that? Shepherds knew swaddling clothes because shepherds wrapped the firstborn male <coughs> sheep, the lamb rather, the firstborn male lamb, they would wrap in swaddling clothes so that it would not be blemished. And here you have Jesus, the Son of God, the Lamb of God, the firstborn son and only son of God being wrapped in those swaddling clothes. The clothes of a lamb that is going to be sacrificed. As Archbishop Fulton Sheen always used to say, 
that Jesus was born to die. He was born to die so that we might live. We're born to live, and then we die. Jesus was born to die so that you and I might be able to live and live forever. So my brothers and sisters, this morning as we celebrate this great feast of Christmas, this great reality, there are many things that we have to reflect upon. There are many things in which the Lord has done and shows us and what the, what the birth of Christ teaches us. God does not work in the expected ways that we would want him to work in. God does not work in the ways that we think he should work, or work like the Hollywood movies of the 50s, like The Bells of St. Mary's, my favorite movie, or Going My Way. He doesn't work in those parameters, because God is God. God can bring blessing into any situation that we find ourselves. God has entered into our history and has become one with us. He is Emmanuel. He is truly with us. And so the question or the challenge for you and me on this Christmas morning is that are we capable, like the shepherds, to recognize the presence of God in that crib? The presence of the all-powerful creator of the universe as an infant child requiring a mother and a father to care for him, to raise him, to teach him to walk, to change his diaper, to help him learn how to read. All of the things that we experience in coming from infancy to adulthood, God himself would have to go through in his humanity. Can we find him in that crib? And if we can't, we need to ask the Lord to strengthen our faith, to help us to grow in that humility of God, which enabled God to humble himself so that he might be able to save you and me. It would have been nice. It would have been a great Hollywood movie if God would have just sent out a bolt of lightning, struck all the rulers at the time dead, and came before us and said, I am the king, I am the Messiah, I'm here to save you. That would be great drama. But that is not how he chose to come. God's ways are not our ways. And so as Mary and Joseph have to go on this, uh, for this counting, the census, they have to uproot their whole entire experience and in their preparation for giving birth, leaving their family situation, leaving not having a midwife with them, not having any help or assistance, they must go, and in that seeming tragedy of this census, in this seeming upworldliness of what occurs to them, the greatest blessing in the universe occurs. My brothers and sisters, God cannot be outdone in his generosity. And today, on this Christmas morning, we give thanks as we recognize this great gift, this great present the Lord has given to us. The present is his presence. The present is the fact that he has become one with us to save us from sin and death so that you and I might be able to live forever. With the angels we say, glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace to people of the will. 
That is not just a song we should sing in church. It is not just a song that we sing at Christmas. But it is a song that should be echoed to the depths of our being each and every day of our life. Because God is truly with us. Not in the way expected, not in the way maybe we might not even like, we may have preferred. However, it is the way in which he chose best to bring his greatest blessing to you and me. And so we rejoice and we are glad. Praise be Jesus Christ, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.